listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Thursday, August 1st. Happy August. Happy August, everyone. And it's beautiful weather outside. And it's I, not like oppressive. It's lovely. And I neglected to uh, to wish you a happy baptismal birthday it's yesterday. It's true. It was. I should have brought a water gun or something. That would have been a great That would have been hilarious. Although water in the studio is a bad idea. Also, yes. So, <laughs> what, uh, about a week until my baptismal yeah. birthday? Yeah. It's baptism birthday birthday season. It is. And I posted it on Facebook and at least three people were like, hey, it's mine today too. So I have new baptism birthday buddies. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> like baptism birthday buddies. Sounds yeah, like we should have a party. Something we should have done in first grade. Yeah. <laughs> Two great topics <laughs> on deck today. Speaking of seasons, uh, the green season, we've talked about mm-hmm. that before. Do we call it Trinity? Do we call it Pentecost? After Pentecost? After Trinity? What do we call it? Um, we're going to take a look at some favorite hymns of this season with Cantor uh, Matthew Mockamer from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We're going to do that in the second half. We're going to get conventional as well this morning, mm-hmm. a follow-up to the LCMS convention uh, that took place, the 67th regular convention of the LCMS Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us in studio this morning, the Reverend Kevin Robson, Chief Mission Officer of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, and uh, officially staying on top of the mission of Synod <laughs> um, at the LCMS convention, the 67th regular convention. So this was regular, not irregular. Yes, and uh, regular, but I think spectacular, mm. Andy and Sarah. What a wonderful week we had in uh, Tampa. Fantastic a gathering, a joyful celebration of a bunch of Lutherans who are all gathered around a, a common mission and goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lots of good things, and this was the first time for uh, a couple of things we're going to get to talk about this tomorrow. Uh, this was, I believe, the first time in LCMS convention in which we had a servant event um, take place at the convention, so we get to touch base on that with uh, Redeeming Life Outreach tomorrow and learn more about that. Mm-hmm. There were a number of key topics uh, addressed mm-hmm. at this convention. Uh, let's dig into those. We, we've got some time here. Let's let's mm-hmm. learn what were some of the, the key topics. Well, you know, one of the things that I was particularly glad to see was the church's emphasis on our mission. Uh, we were celebrating the 125th anniversary of LCMS Overseas Mission with the sending of Reverend Nather over to India. And it was indeed a chance and an opportunity for us to consider and uh, really reflect on the blessings that God has given us over 125 years and what's happening even now. Spectacular opportunities that our church body is pursuing with our church partners on a global basis today. We had the opportunity to share that with the delegates, the 1,100 delegates that were there and all the other guests as well in looking at uh, the various mission fields in which we're serving and the tremendous impact that we are making on people's lives with the proclamation of the gospel and the mercy work that we're doing around the globe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a long legacy, uh, and there's there's so much great work going on. And and I'm just from from my own perspective as um, as a layperson who who didn't used to work in this building, mm-hmm. I didn't know about all of that stuff happening. And now that I'm here, it's it's almost mind blowing the amount of um, of mission work happening. Yes, and you know I think one of the things that comes out in the discussion like that, and it's hard to wrap your mind around the entire body of work that our church is involved with in all the regions around the world. But we're really standing on the generations of work, the faithful saints that have gone before us as well. 
this is not the kind of work where uh, you can walk in, stroll into your neighbor's backyard <laughs> and say, hey, I'm here, and now we're going to be doing church work. Uh, mm-hmm. We really are standing on the legacy of so many faithful predecessors who literally sacrificed their lives in order that we might be working in the remotest parts of the globe, in uh, the global south, in Asia, just around the world, just so many good things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get feedback from people uh, after watching these videos and hearing the presentations? Yeah, you know, that was uh, one delightful thing for me (laughs) is that in in between sessions as I was proceeding to meetings in the evening, and uh, convention is a marathon for many of the staff here, (laughs) sort of a uh, 4 a.m. to 2 a.m. type of proposition, just so many things going on in the meetings that are going on surrounding the convention with church partners who are visiting with us, but I had so many positive comments from the delegates at the convention. Uh, Just in that same vein, Sarah, I didn't know we were doing that, or (laughs) wow, that was a surprise to me, or this really represents wonderful opportunities, and I'm glad to see our church body doing the very things that reflect uh, the hopes and dreams of our congregation members who make all of this possible. Mm Well, hopefully you shared with them that they can hear those stories here on KFUO as well. We're we're kind of in a unique position that, you know, we get to meet the missionaries when mm-hmm. they come back home for a reconnect. And so we love sharing those stories. Yeah. Um, one, we get to meet them personally, but two, uh, more importantly, we get to share those stories with our listeners. And it's just always a, a joy and a delight. And I learn something new every time I meet one of our missionaries. Yeah, one of the things that we've really been doing over the last three or four years now is thinking about how our missionaries carrying with them years of accumulated experience and knowledge can even move around within uh, our, our our efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Carl Hansen and his mm-hmm. wife Shen C and two mm-hmm. of their daughters in yesterday here in the IC and talked quite a bit about uh, their impending move to Seoul, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Now, Car- Carl carries with him 22 years of experience, mm-hmm. uh, chiefly and most recently in Hong Kong, but with uh, an opportunity for him to become the pastor, uh, parish pastor of this congregation in the center of Seoul and use his expertise and theological education, his vast command of Mandarin, and uh, his ability to uh, reach out with the gospel to various people groups. This is going to be, again, just a wonderful step forward for the church and uh, again, an exemplary mm-hmm. as to how we go about looking at new opportunities and uh, using and, and seeing uh, the people in our organization exercising their gifts to the fullest in the advancement of the gospel. Mm-hmm. We had the opportunity to visit with them and, and just uh, you know to hear some of the stories from those years of mm-hmm. missionaries and, and how the how they're they're looking at this this potential opportunity in in South Korea as well. It's just outstanding. Um, we've talked about uh, international mission and the uh, the missionaries and, and all the work there. Um, let's talk about uh, national mission and, the, mm-hmm. and domestic work. Yeah, one of the things that uh, really came out at the convention, as it should, because uh, by bylaw, every three years at the convention, we're establishing uh, mission emphases and priorities for the Synod for the coming triennium. And at this convention, we had a rather marvelous um, new emphasis that emerged and was adopted wholeheartedly by the delegates, and that is for the coming triennium 
uh, the overarching theme and emphasis of making disciples for life, which is going to be a rather influential cornerstone of our work when in support of our congregations and districts here in the United States, but it will have its application in those overseas settings as well. And making disciples for life is really an effort to gather together the best practices and expertise of our congregations and districts and to make them very easily available to our pastors, our professional church workers, and our congregants in order that they might better serve the needs of the community and see the mission opportunities that are right in front of them, right outside the front door of the of the congregation and in the communities that they serve. Yeah. How is that, uh, that mission emphasis going to hopefully um, pull together people from across the Senate to, you know, to have that focus? Yeah. I, I think part of this is recognizing that uh, we want to uh, do a better job of retaining our our members, and that doesn't sound very outreach focused, <laughs> does it? But part of this is is really taking good care and catechizing, and keeping our youngest involved in the life of the congregation day to day, and helping them to see the opportunities to express their desires and their hopes and dreams for the church and the context of the congregation that they're part of. But uh, it is also. Uh, re-emphasizing the mission that we've all been called to, which is to uh, serve the unchurched in our communities and to reach out to them with the gospel in uh, provocative and lively and uh, energetic ways that will Mm -hmm. uh, begin to introduce new people to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. The... just that that emphasis on on making disciples for life. I just I, I caught up on um, yesterday's student union mm-hmm. and great story there yeah. from LCMSU and uh, the the way that um, this college student pastor Zill had a chance to sit down with one of the college students he met at the national youth gathering and sharing those very things that 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 you were just sharing the importance of of discipleship for life, making disciples for life, and it's lifelong. And this uh, college student. Uh, really grasp that uh, Koenig was his last name. I forgot mm-hmm. his first name already, but uh, just you know, hearing this from a student in, in college, recognizing the importance of that, yeah. um, and that's where we need to be for our, all of our students <laughs> yeah. uh, is helping them see the the value of word and sacrament ministry yeah. throughout their their lives, not just yeah. while they're in K through eight or high well, school. I, I think one of the things that that emphasis provides is a bit of a delicious wordplay too, because we can think of making disciples for life in terms of time span, the, the lifespan of it, uh, the earthly lifespan of a disciple who is going to spend an eternity mm-hmm. with Christ in, in paradise. But the other aspect of this, too, is making disciples for a purpose, which is to uh, provide eternal life, that they are receiving this gift through the means of word and sacrament, the very things, the means of grace that Christ has established uh, to uh, to bring people into a saving relationship with him. So uh, there's a, going to be a bunch of delicious wordplay <laughs> and, uh, and opportunities to communicate this very effectively uh, in a way that I hope and pray will be helpful to all of us uh, in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We've just about a minute left, and I know there are a million other topics, <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, you know, addressing some contemporary cultural issues, yeah. pastoral formation as well, those all yeah. came up as well. A- anyone at the convention in Tampa would have seen very quickly that the LCMS is a church body that is 
utterly and completely engaged with the contemporary issues facing the Christian church today, whether it be from marriage, life issues, uh, the care of the vulnerable among us, uh, reaching out to immigrants, our stand, uh, our very uh, hard and uh, firm stance against racism uh, in every form. All of that came out with those beautiful resolutions that were adopted by the delegates. The church speaking very clearly uh, to the contemporary culture around us, not to some bygone era that uh, we're not living in anymore, uh, but the but the world that we live in today, and I, I, I've, I'm very glad to be part of that effort as we move forward in the world. Outstanding. Our guest today, the Reverend Kevin Robson, Chief Mission Officer of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Thank you so much for being our guest this morning on the Coffee Hour. My pleasure. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll take a look at some of the some favorite hymns of the green season. <laughs> You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs> 